Welcome back to Heard the Podcast. I'm your host, Danny. And you can find me on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, our radio, um, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all those places. Make sure you guys follow the podcast page on Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast, H-E-R-D, the podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, H-E-R apostrophe D, the podcast. And we're here and back for another show. I have J-Rob in the background, of course, per usual. Um, you guys may not hear him today because he wants to be shy, extra shy. I mean, he's already a shy person, but you know, he's extra shy today. Um, they cannot, but it's fine. Anywho, um, okay. So it's been a really weird week. It's been a really weird week. Halloween just passed. And like, did Halloween feel like Halloween to you? It didn't, right? It felt like another, like, not no more, right? Yeah, right? Or like it's just like a, like a long, like scary movie marathon or something. Yeah. Because I actually had plans. I actually had plans this, this time. I didn't go through with it, of course. But I actually had plans of like, you know, doing like a whole like Halloween costume photo shoot situation. But like I have a lot going on. I'm busy. I'm tired. Like I'm exhausted. I just didn't even like, you know, and my money is like going towards other things that are more important than like a photo shoot for Halloween. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to enjoy whoever posts pictures and I'm just going to enjoy like the movie marathons and things like that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I it just didn't feel like Halloween like that for real. But I mean, I enjoyed watching the movies. Um, I can never get tired of like watching screams and like all the Halloweens and stuff. So what's your favorite scary movie? I don't you don't have. Do you like scary movies? Yeah, I don't have a favorite. Huh. What's your movies you like? This this. Uh huh. Who's that beat? The camera. Oh. oh, okay. So, what else? I like slasher films like Halloween, Scream. Um, I know what you did last summer. I like the faculty, the fact, the faculty thing. You like the Jeepers Keepers? You said the first one. Yeah. So you don't like the other ones? I actually think. Okay, so I like Jeepers Creepers one and two. The third one was kind of it was kind of like a low but like it was like okay like let's do, like a money grab like a money grab sequel or whatever. But I okay so. Deepest Creepers 1, I feel like I liked it because, you know, a lot of movies are like that sometimes where, like, it's like, oh, um, two people are taking a random road trip in the middle of nowhere and whatever, whatever. So I think I think the whole thing of, like, two, no, no, for, for, for real, I think it's really scary when it's, like, two people in an unknown town and they're, like, taking a road trip or whatever. That's scary to me because like, only two of them and you don't know what's going on there and they're somewhere that they're not familiar with so that's always scary that's you know that's always scary for me it's a it's a nice cheat sheet for the movie for me you you got me with that um the second one was scary because um I liked the whole like they were trapped on the school bus thing and like you know everyone had their own like little dialogue and stuff that was cool too that was scary for me too they were tra- you know they were trapped in one place and then you know the, the, the monster was trying to get in and whatever. So that was scary to me. I, I liked that, those two. Um, and what else was I going to say? Um, but no, yeah, Scream, I, I can watch the, all the Screams like a million times. I've seen those movies a million times. It's crazy. But um, another another um, original and sequel that I like is, well, I like Strangers, the first Strangers. Um, I like the first Strangers. In Strangers 2, it was okay. Okay, but it was kind of dumb. 
But I like the first strangers because, again, it was just two of them by themselves, and they were somewhere, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And then, you know, they, you know, the intruders came and tried to kill them and stuff. That was scary to me because, again, there was just only them two. So I like shit like that. Like, yeah, like unknown shit like that. Like when they're stranded or whatever. Huh? Did I watch it? I don't think I've ever seen Hills Have Eyes. Cause then there wasn't like that was like an old movie, right? But then they remade it with like new people and stuff, didn't they? I don't think I've seen that. Texas Chainsaw, like I saw, yeah, I saw that, yeah, yeah. And they remo- they remade Texas Chainsaw Massacre like fifteen million times. Yeah. The new one is like then it's a, it's one on Netflix that is horrible. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Real bad. Is <sighs> a Tesla in it? I listen. Yeah. I watched like the first fifteen minutes. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. This, the nigga, um, Jacob Lattimore or Jacob, what his yeah. name? He in it? I hate it. I, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And then why is he the only nigga with all these white people? Did you see the movie Smile? I didn't see that movie because it looked like Truth of the Dare. I heard it was dope though. You heard it was dope. I heard mixed reviews because I didn't. I didn't go see that because I was like, let me wait till it goes on demand because it reminded me of Truth of the Dare, the movie Truth of the Dare when they when when they got possessed they would have that big smile on their face. I'm like, I don't want to see this. this is, you know, whatever. Like, I'd rather just wait on the demand. It's fine. The Ring that was some scary ass fucking shit. The Ring and The Grudge, those some scary ass fucking movies. Right. The first, oh, both of those first ones. Crazy. Some the sc- the theater, crazy. Yeah, scary as fuck. And it was funny as shit when Scary Movie did it when they uh, made fun of it. Um, but yeah, so okay, so okay, just real quick, just real quick, I'm gonna like gloss over this, not in a disrespectful way, but in a way of like, um, just trying to like keep some sort of like. Um, just try to keep the energy leveled. So, um, by the time this airs, well, of course, you know, Takeoff passed away in Houston, I believe on Halloween night, um, or like, you know, the, during Halloween weekend. And, um, I don't want to get into too much of the specifics, um, regarding that night and what took place, because I don't want to distract from, you know, his legacy and, you know, his impact, um, you know, individually and with his group and then what he brought to the group. I don't want to distract from that. Um, but I do want to say that I think that it was very distasteful that, you know, not only did, you know, people record his, his body on the ground like that. Um, it was shared online for everyone to see. That was very distasteful. Um, even if that did come like, like, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've watched the video, like I just out of curiosity, just out of like, you know, on disbelief, but I would never share it on my Twitter space or my, or my Instagram. I would never publicly share that. And I feel like people that publicly share that was just, you know, it's just, you know, yes, these are public figures and yes, these are, you know, we're the, you know, you're fans of these people, but they're still people. They still have families. They're still sons. They're still brothers. They're still, they're still fathers. They're still all these things. So I just feel like that was just a very distasteful thing. Again, I'm not going to dwell on that too much. Um, but I do want to say that it's, you know, I, you know, of course, you know, I'm a fan. So I don't, I didn't know these him personally, of course, but honestly, J Rob, like it kind of, it really like affected me. Not kind of, it really like affected me. Um, it really did. Like, I'm just like, wow. Like I, it just, I'm, it's, it's unbelievable. It's so random. And like, it just really affected me. And, and just like, I, I, I'm sad, you know, like I said, like, I, you know, I don't want to, I say, I say, I don't know them cause I don't want to be rude when I express how I feel, but like, I was really sad. Like I still am really sad about it. It's like really sad 
that it happened. It's sad how it happened. And it's the aftermath is sad. And like, like I said, watching the video and watching like Quavo react was really sad. And like, you know, it just was really, really sad. And it affected me because I was like a, I was just like a really huge, I ain't still a fan of Migos, but you know, I, um, you know, in college, cause I, I graduated high school in 2011. So like, um, like late 2011 and like, you know, on to like, you know, like what I say, like late 2011 to like, um, like the 2013 is when like the Migos really started to merge or whatever. So like, listen, like the Migos, two chains, chief Keith, schoolboy Q, uh, Kendrick Lamar and Cole, they all really like shaped my college experience. Like, you know, they really, they really shaped my college experience and uh, J-Rob, man, this is just sad. It's just so sad. And, you know, and I also, you know, his passing, I, you know, a lot of conversations have merged of like, oh, you know, rap is a really, is the most dangerous uh, career and this and that, da, 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 da. And, you know, certain conversations, I feel like, overshadow the real issue and like you know certain conversations um point the finger where it shouldn't be pointed um I just feel like it was senseless gun violence they were at um a private bowling alley a, a private uh, uh a private I guess function at a bowling alley in Houston whatever or like a private situation in Houston and you know people have guns that shouldn't have guns or people have guns. you know it's just it's just a senseless situation I feel like guns shouldn't have been like I said I wasn't there um you know again I, I need to try not to talk too much on this but I just feel like it was a senseless act of gun violence and guns were being used when they didn't have to be used you know what I'm saying he didn't need to pass away I'm, I'm sure I'm not sure if I need to I'm gonna cut this part out. I don't know because I don't want to be I don't want to be rude in the way I express myself in this situation but again like you know it's just really sad um a lot of conversations that, you know, people have been saying, you know, you know, life is too short, of course, cherish your loved ones. And people were saying things like, you know, th you know, they hope that, you know, Quavo and Offset can put aside their differences and come together as a unit again. Uh, you know, at least at least in the honor of takeoff. And, you know, because that's how it started, you know, them as, as a trio, them as a group. Um, that's how we all were introduced to, you know, to, to all of them. Um, and I hope I just hope that, you know. I hope that his fans, including me, his friends, his family can all like find a way to get through this. I've never lost a close loved one before, but I've been, um, I've been exposed to that painful experience. So I, you know, I, I can only imagine how hard it is, but I do hope that, um, you know, this just, you know, once, you know, they get through the pain or while they get through the pain or, the, or on the journey of getting through this situation, getting through the pain. I hope they, you know, find, you know, strength and love and, you know, all those things. Um, let me just look at my notes and make sure I'm covering this properly. Um, yeah. So and also they, they announced that their funeral will be held at, um, what's the, where's the funeral going to be at? It's going to be at a, um, you said what? The stadium. What stadium is this? And, um, uh-uh, it's, it's called, um, so Takeoff's funeral is going to be held this Friday at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. So by the time this episode comes out, um, his funeral will probably already be, um, uh, uh, uh held. Um, I don't know if it's going to be televised, but it, they, they said that, um, tickets are sold out, but there's also a free entry, I believe, but you get, you get tickets and stuff. Um, I guess it's made public for his fans. So, I, I'm, of course, I'm only imagining, you know, um, 
his fans, you know, will probably have a certain area where the fans will be at, and then like you know the other area will be the you know the close to the family friends. I'm not sure if it'll be televised or not. It probably will. We don't know. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Because didn't they televise? Um, they, of course they televised Nipsey's funeral. They did they televise um Trouble's funeral. But I feel like well cameras were there because I feel like cameras were there, right? Because I remember, I remember Boosie was talking at his funeral, tr- Trouble's funeral, and they released it was like a it was like a a clip. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure, but um, but yeah. So, ooh, this is just it's just mm, 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 mm. like I, uh, you know, and not to be on this for too long, but you know, like Quavo take off and Offset, they all ha- bring their own special thing to the group, but you know. And people debate about how, oh, Takeoff's the best Migo and this and that. And he definitely, I feel like Takeoff has the most distinct voice out of all of them. I feel like he was the back, he is the backbone of the Migos. You know what I'm saying? Um, he is the foundation of the Migos and stuff. You know, I just, I, this, I, I wish this never happened. I wish this never happened. I wish a lot of things never happened. I wish Nipsey didn't. I wish the whole Nipsey thing never happened. I wish the P, I wish P and B rocked that whole thing with P and B rock, him minding his business and eating food with his girlfriend. I wish that did. I wish that never happened. I wish the pop smoke murder never happened. So, yeah, um, yes. So. Anything you wanted to add to that, or we can move on to the okay. Let's move on to the to the the huh? Yes, let's move on to the to like us. You know, let's move on. Let's move on to the um silly part of the show. Let's move on to the silly part of the show real quick. Um, yes. So, um, J. Rob, they can't hear you because you have no mic, but no cuz i turn i turn off the camera audio when i edit i turn that off they can't hear me they, i mean they can't hear you they can i don't think so <laughs> hopefully they will okay anyway so um did you hear about Cher? first of all this was some random ass shit i'm like i know Cher ain't walking around with no goddamn do you know ae so is ae a, a producer or like i know that he's real cool with tyga is he a producer or like an A&R or something or like some sort of exec or some shit like that? Okay, so Cher is dating um, A.E. If you guys don't know A.E., A.E. is, I don't know, we just discussed, I don't know what he is. But he is also Amber Rose's ex-boyfriend and um, the father of her second child. And... I don't know if I discuss this on the show at, at any point, but at some point, you know, um, Amber and AE were going back and forth on social media. You know, um, she, he, I guess Amber expressed online that she was tired of him cheating on her. And like he went on some podcast and was basically saying like, um, I can't remember what he said. He basically said, um, you know, he didn't really give a fuck. It's like, you know, I, I just rather just like go off and just, fuck bitches I, I can it's not fair for me to stay with you if I just want to go and fuck bitches it's not fair you know what I'm saying like it's just basically saying like you know I just you know I mean it is what it is I'd rather just you know go do my do my shit because it's like why would I stay here knowing that I'm gonna go and cheat on you type of thing that was like the gist of what he was saying on the podcast which was like fucked up and it's like you know someone would say oh okay well at least he's being honest go leave him but no the thing is like she had 
a child with this person she's already attached to this person and we don't know what he's saying to her behind the behind the scenes or like you know in in you know in private you know we don't know what type of game he's spitting to her or what type of type of shit or whatever but anyway so um after that whole thing happened he went and made like a public apology to her and they had gotten back together at some point yes they got back together after all of that shit that he did on some some random ass podcast <laughs> and um and then I guess they had broke up again because now he walking around with damn share the iconic when I say share I don't listen I don't even think that I would even say the name share on this damn podcast but share the iconic the iconic um uh uh pop idol share and let me just make sure I'm correct on this real quick you know share has been, you know, Cher was an icon, but since before I was born, you know what I'm saying? And this is no shade. Um, Cher is 76 years old. Cher is 76 years old. And A.E. A.E. is, I believe he is 36 years old. A.E., um, um, also known as Alexander Edwards, again, I don't know if he's an exec or an A&R or a rapper or a producer. I just know that he is friends with Tyga and Tyga shouted him out in that song. Uh, like my nigga A.E. The, um, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. Uh, huh? Uh, 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 t- taste, taste. Uh, it's taste. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah, so he's just off frolicking with Cher, this icon Cher, 76-year-old icon Cher, and he's a 36-year-old, we just said we don't know, socialite, we don't know, um, just no shade. But, you know, damn. You know, this is the thing, with, this, is what, this is what I thought of when I saw this. I was like, first of all, I was like, excuse me? This is some random ass shit. Where the hell does Cher bump into AE at? What the my thing is this, right? Where did they be meeting these people at? How do these how do these things be happening? I know Cher ain't meet him at no damn party. I guess she lives in LA. I don't know. Child, this is the thing. This is this is what this is what came across my mind, J Rob. And I don't know if you can guess what I'm gonna say. Go give me just give me a little taste of it. Yes, of course she's yeah, but yes, Sugar Mama for sure. But it's this is the thing, right? It's this happens a lot, and it's like, damn, when, when is karma going to kick in? What's this? What's going on here? Cause it's just like it's fucked up that no, 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 for real, it's fucked up that he did his child's mother Amber Rose dirty. He did her dirty for so long. I mean, from what we understand, from what we, you know, they, you know, they hash things out online nowadays, you know, for all of us to see. But like, it's fucked up to know that he did Amber Rose dirty, cheated and all this other shit. And it's like they broke up and, you know, Amber Rose, she may be she may be upset about it. She may be bitter about it. But it's fucked up that, you know, the shit went down with them. They're relationship crashed and burned. And now he damn near no shade kind of leveled up with a damn icon frolicking around with her all around Hollywood and just like living his best life as if he didn't um do his baby mother dirty ain't that fucked up I mean of course like you know is given very much I don't know sugar mama or very much like you know um him being with Cher would be like a, it's definitely like boosting his stock and whatever he does I don't know what he does um it's definitely giving him a look but 
you know, it's like, damn, like these niggas, in some cases, you know, these niggas will sit here and do you dirty, do you all kind of dirty, leave you, and, and go with a bitch that's like benefiting them even more than even more than you benefit them. It's like, damn. So it's almost, it's like ladies, I'm just saying y'all like, listen to the list, listen to the actions, you know, believe the actions rather than the words, you know, seriously, like this man cheated on you. went on, went on somebody's radio show and basically said he didn't give a fuck. And then I guess he fake apologized to you or he gave a public apology because uh, of course it was given very much. You said you told him to say sorry to say sorry in front of us. Um, but you know, it's just like, I understand again, I don't have any kids, but you know, I've definitely been someone to, um, you know, give a nigga the benefit of the doubt when they did me dirty over and over again. And then, and then look dumb in the end when they, go ahead and hop to the next bitch that is basically a sugar mama to them. It's really funny actually. But I mean, at least I didn't have a kid with them, but you know, it's just like, damn, these niggas ain't shit. These niggas ain't shit. Some of these niggas ain't shit. A lot of these niggas ain't shit. And a lot of these niggas don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. A lot of these niggas don't deserve second, third, fourth, fifth chances. A lot of these niggas, you you need to leave a lot of these niggas where they at when they do get dirty the first fucking time, the second fucking time. They don't give a fuck. And he's over here holding hands with Cher in front of paparazzi knowing good and damn well you're going to see it. This is fucked up. This is fucked up. It's fucked up and it's not fair. These niggas is wild. J-Rob laughing in the background because he kind of, he low-key know. But it's just fucked up, right? Right, J-Rob? Ain't it fucked up? I mean, it's funny that you're laughing because I know why you're laughing, but it's like, isn't it fucked up? That's fucked up. You got to leave these niggas where they at, bro. You got to leave these niggas. Honestly, we didn't know who A.E. was unless you heard that Tiger song. And Amber Rose, girl, you gave him a look. You gave him a look. And you gave him a beautiful baby boy. I will say that. Um, Congrats, you know. I don't, yeah, so. Um, Speaking of fuck niggas, because the rest of this list is a couple. The next is a couple of fuck niggas. And then it's one, like, it's one I have. The, my last bullet is a... Um, my last on the thing on the list is a Karen, a black Karen. Cause, 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 cause Karens can be black. I'll explain later. We're almost done by the way. Huh? Well, you're going to know, you want to know this episode. Cause that's what I'm calling them. Um, so the baby again, I'm going to, okay. So you know what? Did you know J Rob that, um, of course, you know, the baby, you know, he is in middle of cancellation, I guess. Um, and remember his, his album. So like 15,000 or 17,000 copies or some shit like that. Um, so that was that. And then something about how he couldn't sell out a stadium or some shit or like a venue or some shit like that. Remember that whole thing? It was some shit with that. And now, He's going on tour, I guess, or going on some type of situation concert. I guess he's going on tour to promote that album that he that no one got. Um, and I don't know if it's I don't know what is if it's in I don't know I don't know some state somewhere. His tickets are going on sale, but not the sale you think. Remember, like, um, ooh, what do you? Okay, so uh, uh, Payless. Remember Payless. And like everything was like BOGO. 
the baby's tickets are are going on BOGO. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, the tickets are like $25 a pop, I think. No, no, no. I think, I think um the tickets are like $40 a pop. But you, you buy one, you get one free. So the baby's tickets are buy one, get one free. Right? That doesn't happen right for tickets, right? That's weird. Damn, like you really can't sell tickets? And the thing is like, it's at some like standing room only type of venue. So it's they so it ain't a big ass venue. And I heard it was um I heard it was the same venue that Danny Lay just performed at. So like that should give you an idea of like how small it is. No shade. You know what I mean? But like, damn. This is the thing, right? The doesn't he have doesn't the baby have like a diamond record? Huh? Is it di- is either I don't know if that pop star record is probably multi-platinum. Damn near diamond, maybe. I don't know, but the this is the thing. When the baby came, I wouldn't know. Of course, like, you know, when he came out, he was baby Jesus, but then when he when he was when he became the baby, he really had like a he really skyrocketed. And he had hit after hit after hit after hit, project after project after project after project with multiple hits on it. And look at where he is now. Again, you guys have seen um, my previous episode where I discussed how, you know, this is karma um, because of the way that he, because of how poorly he treats women. Um, And I stand on that still to this day. I just feel like, you know, I I still haven't heard the project. I I haven't tried. And, you know, sometimes, you know how, like, you and the thing is like when music is so good you still hear it when you haven't even tried i haven't even tried and i still haven't heard the music you know what i'm saying it's real it's real it's just um he um he going out sad he going out sad and he um he recently um you know, he was going on, he was going on this whole radio podcast, you know, media tour situation, media promo run or whatever, when I, which I discussed last episode. And I was like, hmm, something must be coming. Of course, he wants to sell tickets now. And he's, you know, he's doubling it down on the, the whole Megan diss and this and that. And um, he also just dropped like a, a big energy freestyle. And I wonder if I should play some of it. You think I should play some of it? Oh, they do. They, ugh, you know. Ugh, YouTube will, but not Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, you can play music on here, um, but not on YouTube. I might I might block it out on YouTube, child. I don't know. Or I might even, I don't know. I don't know. But he dropped the Big Energy Freestyle, and it was giving very much, like, um, you know, damage control. The baby's smart. He's not that smart because he got himself in this position, but he's very smart. Or, you know, he tries to be smart when it comes to his, his media, his, his media, you know, his promo, his, his brand, branding, you know, stunts, things like that. And so he dropped a big energy freestyle. Um, and you know, basically trying to, I guess, pander to the female audience that, you know, saying that he don't, he don't, um, you know, yeah, he might've played, played with his baby mother's feelings, but he don't play about his baby mother's none. You know, he wish all his baby mother's good luck and shit like that. I'm like, what the, excuse me? You, you, I might've played with y'all, but I don't play about y'all. What type of nigga shit is that? He's really, he's making it worse for himself, I feel like. Like I said, the music. 
You know, Monica kind of pissed me off today. Monica kind of pissed me off today on Twitter because she retweeted his freestyle and was saying like, um, you know, he's a rapper's rapper and y'all want to laugh at him, but this man is, he's, he's, he's good. He got money. He still got money. And the thing is like, of course, you know, if you're rich, a lot of these rich musicians and things like the smart thing to do would invest your money into different things. Like regardless of you being canceled or not, you should always do that. So of course, yes, he has money. I'm sure I'm get. I'm sure that he has money invested in other things. I'm, I'm totally sure with that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that he's fine financially at the moment, but so you're still a rapper and you still want to put out music and you still need to have, you still need to maintain a successful, successful career. And right now is going downhill. So you having money is not the point of people talking about how your karma is catching up to you. People miss the point. I feel like, yeah, it's not about the money. It's about you being a rapper. It's about your career. We're criticizing your career and we're criticizing your choices and we, we're watching your downfall and you continuously doubling down on your, your bad decisions. That's the point. It's not about you having money. I'm sure you have fucking money. You better ha- you better still have fucking money. You better still have fucking money. <sighs> you better still have fucking money. <sighs> huh? Yeah, and that's not the point, nigga. You good. Your pockets are good, but your your career isn't. Not right now. Why are your tickets going on BOGOS? Why are you I never heard of a, a buy one get one ticket sale for a concert. Never in my life. Never in my life. Never in my life. And you keep talking about how, oh, so-and-so, they're making this up and they're making that up. No, nigga. I still haven't heard the music. Can you tell me a song off the album, J-Rob? You can't. You're, you're an engineer. You're a producer. And you couldn't tell me as a producer. You couldn't tell me none of his songs from his re- from, from his recent project? Damn. He didn't even know it dropped. And he a producer. He got his he got his eyes and ears on the music. He didn't even know he damn dropped. Or you, he, the, he the new, he, he, I think J-Rob... I think J Rob, I think you saw that he probably dropped, but you didn't give a fuck and you forgot. But do you plan to listen to his album? See, you didn't even couldn't even say yes. Anywho, next. Um, so <laughs> you couldn't even say yes. It was too much. You couldn't even say yes. See, no. That's some that's some no. No, no, not no line. <laughs> but no, um, that's just, uh, that's all I'm gonna say on that one because I just already said it last. It's just, I said what I said. I said what I said, huh? I said what I said. I said what I said. But next though, this is the thing, right? I never thought that I would like consider like protesting or like boycotting like a Drake bar or like a Drake album. So, um, huh? Yes. So, oh, what? Excuse me, J-Rob? Are you giggling at that? <gasps> ah! Excuse me? It's just a bar. No. Oh, damn, J-Rob. Is this where we, is this where we disagree? I don't think I've ever disagreed with J-Rob ever before. When? <laughs> what? With what? Nothing. I disagree ever um so drake and 21 savage released their project her loss which i was very very excited about but before i could even listen to it i woke up on a friday morning and because it released friday you know midnight so i woke up on a friday morning i haven't even listened to the album yet and you know twitter's going crazy about how drake um um through i don't even huh 
Yes. So Drake um, threw shade at Megan Thee Stallion in one of his bars. And so let me just read the bar to you. Of course, you guys listening right now, you probably already know what the fuck the bar is. But I'm going to just say it just because, you know, whatever. You're listening. You're listening here. You're listening. You're listening. You're watching me. Hi. How are you doing? I got my hair done. Got some braids or whatever. Anywho. Okay. So um, the song is Circo Loco. And Drake says, this bitch lied about getting shot, but she's still a stallion. That was the bar that, you know, um, set everyone off. And rightfully so as a woman. Rightfully so as a woman, I totally agree why this will cause an uproar. And, of course, Megan Thee Stallion, she went off on her Twitter, of course, and rightfully so. And, you know, what kind of pissed me off, um, you know, okay, this is the thing. For me personally, what pisses me off personally is when someone – plays with my intelligence when people play with my intelligence when people insult my intelligence when people um you know undermine my intelligence people just like think that I'm not smart enough to understand that you're bullshitting me I just hate I just hate shit like that so that's already like a thing for me that I don't like so then also like when you're talking to me about something and like you're just dead wrong so you're insulting my intelligence and you're just fucking dead wrong with what you're saying um so those are some things for me that I don't like I personally don't like anyway back to the topic so um you know of course you know the women I feel like there was a lot of women that that spoke up for making that and I fuck with that I love that I loved seeing that but then of course I didn't see any of the men Taking it for Megan. And I wasn't surprised. But I'm like, damn, who's gonna take like who's gonna be like who's gonna like speak up? I saw that Mark Lamont Hill. Um, Mark Lamont Hill, he um spoke up for he spoke up for Meg because he was actually listening to he was listening to the project. He was three songs in, I guess he was on Twitter, and he saw like um one of the like the, the bar for this song. Um and he and he cut off the album. He's like, oh, I'm not listening to this no more because I he saw I guess he saw on Twitter before he got to the song, whatever. But anywho, um, you know, people were saying, you know, guys were saying, you know, I'm not, you know, guys are saying like, you know, the album is fire, y'all. Y'all doing too much. You know, it's a double entendre. It's a da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, I understand how entendres work. I understand how rap works. You know, rap has a lot of metaphors. Rap, I understand how rap works. We all understand how metaphors and entendres and punchlines work. We all get it. That's not the point. When you say double entendre, right? Double means two, right? Two meanings, right? So people were saying, oh, we know he just met when girls lie about getting ass shots. And, and, you know, they're just, you know, they're, but they're fine, tall and fine, thick women. And, you know, this and that. Yeah. So that's one meaning. So what's the other meaning to it? What's, what's the other reference to it? I don't know, maybe Megan shooting, maybe, maybe Tori shooting Meg, maybe that's the other me. So it's like, I don't care like that. Okay. But yes, like it was a play on words, but, but that's the point. Why are you playing? Why are you playing with that? And so what if it was a play on words? I, you know, if Megan is traumatized by that, she's traumatized by that. She is still an open case. So that's not, she wouldn't take that as a light, like that's not like a light thing to take. And off, you know, I'm not talking to Drake because I know Drake knew what he was doing and I don't think Drake gave a fuck because he still said it and he still released it. My whole thing is the public in the audience. Like, come on, y'all. Like, y'all just sit here and dismiss bullshit left 
left and right. And it's just like, you know, y'all gaslight women into thinking that they're being ridiculous. And, you know, this woman, you know, Megan already, like, was brave enough to speak out on the issue. And, you know, she's being an advocate for, you know, gun violence. She's being an advocate for abuse on women. She's being an advocate for black women. She's being an advocate for women. She's being an advocate for violence towards men. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, why dismiss that? Because you're such a Drake fan. Y'all don't just just tell me you don't give a fuck and keep it moving. Don't sit there and say that we're being ridiculous for thinking that he's talking about something that he's not when he actually is. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, come on, this this I'd rather you tell me you don't give a fuck. Just tell me you don't give a fuck and then don't give a fuck. But don't sit here and try to make it seem like I'm being ridiculous for being upset about a offensive bar. And unnecessary bar towards Megan. It was weird. So I'm like, when did, what did Megan do to Drake? Like, didn't Drake bring her out one time at OVO Fest like some years ago? Like, what's going on with this? I just want to know, honestly, I just want to know, like, something's going on behind the scenes. Like, I don't know what Tory is telling people. I don't know what proof that, what proof he's presenting to people that make these niggas still fuck with him and be like, and be like open about fucking with him. I don't know what, like, what is, what's being said, but I'm just curious at this point. I'm just curious. I'm curious at this point. I am. Um, anywho. Oh, God. It is crazy. He, 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 um, he threw a shot at uh, Serena Williams, too. That was weird, too. But, you know, we don't get into that. Huh? That was weird. You know, also, um, I saw that um, party partisan Fontaine was trending that whole weekend too because of the whole thing. People just instigating things like, oh, you know, what you gonna do, party? You wanna, you know, you gonna try to fight Drake now? What's going on? Shit like that. But only thing I'm gonna say about this though, like I said, I really enjoy partisan's music, and I hate how partisan always trends because it's a mess because partisan has really good music y'all. Like, I hope that he actually trends for his good music one day because he can rap. He really can fucking rap. Um, anywho, moving along. Okay. So this is my last one. And huh? Huh? What about him? Uh yeah, he's though, right? Um, so I mentioned black Karen's. Um, so so this is the thing, right? This is the thing. And I'm going to try to tie this in with like real life situations. You know, we all know what a Karen is. We know that a Karen is someone that, um, you know, manipulates, the, you know, someone that gaslights and manipulates the truth. And, you know, someone that victimizes themselves, um, you know, based on whatever privilege they have or just, you know, um, just just, you know, just someone that just, you know, is full of shit, basically. Anywho. So I watched Real Housewives of Potomac. I enjoy it. Yes, I do. And um, so right now we're in the midst of like, you know, I'm going to say the names. Gerald don't know nobody, but, you know, anyone that watches the show, you guys know you hit with me right here. right here. So um, so right now we're in the midst of like Wendy and Robin going at it and, you know, Candace and Ashley going at it and things like that. So this cast um you know is the cast is mainly you know it's mainly made up of like light-skinned women and we have a couple of you know brown skin dark-skinned women wendy is dark-skinned candace is brown skin um and that's basically oh yeah shit wendy and candace are the only two brown skin dark-skinned girls of the cast everybody else is light-skinned light-skinned with green eyes hazel eyes all types you know just light-skinned women so anyway um i think last year on this show 
I think I mentioned um, how I think I mentioned how, how I because I, I you know I kind of this season I am kind of and we're not even on the show segment but I, I'm gonna I promise this, this is gonna make sense. Um, so I didn't like Candace at first because I felt like Candace was being being the Karen that I'm that I'm gonna describe right now. I feel like Candace, um, you know, I didn't like Candace because you know I didn't feel like Candace was account accountable for her actions, um, and I just felt like you know that whole Monique situation. So there was another woman on the show named Monique. She's not on the show anymore. Um, but Monique and Candace actually got into a physical altercation. You know, Monique actually like snatched Candace low ass up because she was, Oh, she was fed up. She snatched Candace low ass up real good. Um, so they got into a physical altercation at one point. And so then, you know, the cast, you know, shunned Monique and said, like, you know, you're just a bad, you're a bad rep on, on black women and black women shouldn't carry themselves this way. And I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe being in a room with you and blah, blah, blah. Right. It was a whole big thing about that. It was some bullshit. Right. That was annoying. Whatever. Next. So this season. I find myself I'm a, I'm annoyed because you know Robin one of the light skin cast members she was definitely one of the ones that would say that was you know about like you know yeah I don't feel safe around Monique Monique that's just that's not how you act I don't feel safe I don't I don't feel safe you you have a you just you're just a temper and this and this, oh this is making a big thing a big thing about Monique just you know snatch your Candace ass up and then my whole thing is like I'm not I you know. I wasn't mad at her snatching Candace's ass up because Candace got a lot of mouth. Candace is a little woman and she got a lot of mouth. And a lot of times, um, another thing that I hate is that when there's when there's a small petite girl that has, has a lot of a lot of bark, and when someone that's maybe a little bit taller than her decides to finally after after her barking and yapping after all these times of her yapping and barking and you know provoking you, someone that's a little bit taller than her finally snatches her ass up and it's oh. You're bullying. You're bigger than me. You're just. Da, 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 da. I hate shit like that. So that's another thing that I hate. But anyway, so Robin, and you know, because of course, like I said, on on Monique's when Monique was on there, you know, Robin, Giselle, and all them, and Karen, you know, all of them were just saying how the unsafe they felt around her because she lost her temper with Monique and blah blah blah. Right. So that was a whole. That was a whole bunch of bullshit. So this season, um, Robin, you know, has, is getting into it with Wendy, and Wendy's a dark skinned woman, and Wendy actually has four degrees. She's like, a, she, you know, she's also like a like a um, like a CNN correspondent too, and there's all types of shit. You know, Wendy's like a big deal. Um, and you know, there, you know, her and Wendy have a beef going on, and Robin is exemplifying very aggressive behavior, getting in people's faces, and, and Robin has a history of getting in people's faces, even even at, in previous seasons. So you know, Robin has this aggressive, um, um, this aggressive exterior and this, these aggressive emotions, and you know, she gets up, points her finger, and gets in your face and all the other shit, but people didn't have the same energy towards her that they did with Monique, a brown skinned woman. And, you know, Robin and Giselle, they're, you know, they're, they're hand in hand. They're like buddy, buddy and stuff. And, you know, um, like I say, like they don't hold, they don't hold Robin accountable for her actions. All right. So this is where I, this is where I'm going with this. And I'm not going to get into it too much because I just don't feel like it. 
and we're going to just watch the season play out because I'm, I'm ready for the reunion at this point because everybody on that goddamn show been lying. And it's only been four episodes. Everybody's been sitting there lying. And it's so funny how they they sit there and lie, and the producers cut to, cut to like, the past scenes showing how much they lied. They'll say, oh, yeah, so-and-so was staring at me. And they'll cut to a scene saying, cut to a scene with someone not staring at them. <laughs> like they're just like this. This is like a whole bunch of them lying. Just, they just been lying from episode one already, and we on, on five episodes. Anyway, so, um, so at some point at the table when they were arguing, and you know Wendy was saying like you know you got up really aggressively and you came towards me like you wanted to fight me, and Robin was like no no you're lying da 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 da, da. and so you know Robin basically called called another cast member that was there um when they got into a situation and she was like Sharice like did I did you have to lay your finger on me to hold me back from Wendy and Sharice was like no I didn't and they cut to the scene where Sharice got up and like was pushed Robin back you know what I'm saying it's just shit like that right it's like what the fuck like you're just sitting here lying like but my whole thing is like it's fucked up it's fucked up that you know people can just sit there People sit there and can manipulate a whole narrative to fit what they want to fit. They can sit there and play victim like you did something to them. They can sit there and, and, and make it seem like, you know, they did all these things for you and how dare you, you know, this and that. It's just, it just makes me sick how people can sit there and manipulate a narrative and play victim and play Karen. As if someone is just doing them so wrong and they're just this helpless, this helpless person and please just save me from the situation and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> huh? A black, yeah, yeah. It's not about being, I mean, yeah, Karens are, you know, that's the thing. But like, yeah, these white women, you know, these white women, you know, they can be some caring ass bitches too. They can be some caring ass bitches too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Um, no, seriously. Cause I just, I've, I've, I've recently, I've recently experienced like a black Karen, uh, situation. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I sure have. Where, at, where it's like, huh? Recently as in like a couple months ago, um, I, I experienced a black Karen situation where, um, this person, you know, I give people the benefit of the doubt which is a flaw of mine sometimes most of the time it's a flaw of mine but where this person you know their whole their whole shtick is them trying to is is them trying to appear as if someone's always doing something to them or someone's always trying to hold them back from something and they're always trying to fight towards something and just they're always a victim in some way and they always have to speak out in some way and it's a bunch of bullshit it's a bunch of bullshit and they do and they do fucked up shit to people but it's but it's no I didn't you did this to me and this is why this is this because you did you did this to me and how could you because I did all these things for you it's just like this is a whole bunch it's just it's just like and so that whole Robin Giselle thing and the Wendy stuff that just triggered me I'm just like people just sit there and lie these the producers literally cut back cut to a scene where um such and such was holding Robin back from <laughs> was holding Robin back from um getting in Wendy's face but people can sit there like you sit there you're with your friends you and your friends are sitting there rewriting reality because they don't like you that's a, that's it's, just, it's a girl thing j-rob you know guys don't usually do that shit but that's a that's like that's some shit with women like women i don't know why women are like that 
literally sit there and just rewrite a narrative and their friend can do some fucked up shit to you their friend could be dead wrong and they could they're gonna just sit there like no but no uh-uh no they didn't do that no mm-mm, no we just don't like you yeah anywho yes anywho um so i want to move on to music I don't really have anything. Um, like I said, the whole Drake uproar happened before I could even listen to the fucking album. Um, and I still kind of want to hear the album. I don't know if am I being a, a, a am I being like a hypocrite by still saying I want to listen to the album? Because I still do. I love Twenty One Savage, so I still want to listen to the album. I heard a couple a couple other songs I like. I haven't listened. To, I haven't finished the album yet. Um, I'll finish it and decide whether I want to listen to it or not. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Is that dumb of me to say that after I just cussed him out? It is. It is. I'm a real ass bitch. So you know what? I want to hear the album. I want to finish the fucking album and I want to decide whether I want to listen to the album over and over again. Okay? Anywho. And then um I'm just I'm just, you know, and then also and then um lastly for the music part of the the show, um I'm just going to refresh my Migos palette. So I'm going right, I'm going back into the Migos bag and I'm just, I'm just refreshing my Migos palette and I find myself like watching old, old Migos interviews. Yeah. I've been watching old Migos interviews. I've been watching old Migos performances and things like that. Huh? I don't even know if you should even watch that. Cause I just feel like I've been watching old Migos interviews, not take off, uh, not take off Quavo interviews, Migos, like with all three of them, just in good memory, you know, because like I said, you know, right now, you know, they weren't on the best terms before takeoff passed. Well, I know that takeoff and offset, they were on good terms before he passed. Thank goodness. Um, but I'm sure offset still is devastated, but it's like, thank goodness they were still on, you know, okay terms to my understanding, to our understanding. We like, again, we don't know these people, but to our understanding that they were on good terms, but, um, yeah, I just want to, I just want to, I don't want to think about the beef. I want to think about like the good times, them as a unit, all three of them as a unit. And I was watching, um, academics. He interviewed 21 Savage recently. And, um, he was kind of saying that today he was saying like, you know, um, he was talking about how, how takeoff was such a great person and, you know, he didn't deserve it and this and that. But he was also saying, like I said earlier, he was saying, you know, like he hopes that this can help them come back together as a unit Quavo and Offset because there was a lot of shit going on like you know we we all know it was a lot of shit going on um yes anywho um I'm going to oh the sorry guys that was seen and heard I have to come up with a with a that was seen and heard we're, we're in the seen and heard section of the upper episode now we talk we talk about we talk about music and shows that we're watching so this is now the seen and heard segment so yes i'm listening to her loss um hypocritically and then i'm also um refreshing my amigos palette um on to scene which we talk about the movies and tv shows um I talked about Real House of, of Potomac. Um, I'm still watching it. Again, I can't wait for the reunion because Robin and Giselle are full of shit. I'm so sorry. And um, also, um, I'm glad that Candace is reading Ashley for Filth um, because them trying to them trying to come up with the narrative of like uh, Candace's husband, Chris, being inappropriate to the cast members, trying to say that he was flirting with the other women is fucked up because that's that just seems like a fucking life. It's weird. So I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm liking how Candace is um, eating all the girls up and rightfully so i'm liking candace now this season i didn't like her before because of the whole monique shit but i'm liking candace now i'm liking her, i'm liking her now 
I think that I think that her mouth is is needed right now. Um, yes, huh? Yes. Anywho, and then lastly, um, I'm still watching the show Reasonable Doubt. And I am rooting for the show I am because it's a black show. It's fine ass niggas on that show. Um, and the, you know, the leading lady, um, you know, she's a powerful attorney and she, she has money and this and that, but child, I'm trying to hold on to this show. I think it's one more episode left y'all this show. I'm really holding on. I'm really rooting for the show, but the storyline is all over the place. The storyline is all over the place to me and it's just like you guys are like it's like they're fitting in like they're trying to it's like certain things that are happening in the season j-rob it's like they're trying to fit in multiple seasons in one season it's like some of the things that are happening in this season i feel like that can be drawn to another season yeah like it's a lot going on she's an attorney um she um is she rekindled some like old flame that she had with this nigga that went to jail for 15 years that she that she she represented because she used to be a public she used to be a public um defendant she met this nigga that was going to be on that was supposed to go to jail for life at some point because he that because he was um he he was um accused of murder so he was accused so she was a public defender for a guy that was accused of murder michael ely and um they ended up like liking each other at some point but he ended up losing his case so he had to go to jail for 15 years um but then he got out of jail so then they rekindled it but she's also in the midst of like a separation with her husband so that's kind of weird but it's like girl like it's like you know the husband like you know the husband kind of wants her to be like a stay-at-home mom kind of like she, she her husband feels like she puts her work first and you know so that's a whole big thing with her like you know work and like the husband and stuff um um, but the husband still wants her and then she acts like she wants the husband. She acts like she don't. It's, it's weird because like she's dating Michael Ely now, but then she's trying to work on her, her marriage. It's kind of, it's just weird to me. And on top, huh? First yes. And on top of that, like you're, she's trying to fight a case of like this man from this powerful company. Um, he's accused of like murdering his mistress. And then like, it's weird. He has like a white wife. And then like, it's weird with that. It's like, okay, that's like a thing. And then like, and then like she somehow like at towards, and she gets like kidnapped soon in this next, episode she was getting kidnapped at some, at some point it's a lot going on and then like on top of that like they're showing like flashbacks of like how she met Michael Ely and while she was publicly defending him or whatever and then like they're also flashing back to how like her her mom's boyfriend like like sexually harassed her sexually abused her and shit so it's a lot going on so it's like damn like it's a lot of different storylines going on in this one season where you guys could break this up into like th- three good seasons this is I'm on like, the second to last episode or like I'm on like the it's only, I think it's like one episode left it's like nine. It's on Hulu. Yeah, that's like a, that's like three seasons. That's like three seasons worth of storylines. Yeah, it's like too much. It's like okay, like you're going, you you're in, you're during, you're in a separation right now. Then like you're like messing with your like. First of all, you're like an attorney, and you're messing around with like a. Uh, um, a fucking is he? He's, he's like a felon now or some shit like that. Or like you're messing around with like is he a felon now? If you if you want if you went to jail for murder. Aren't you a fella now? Okay. Yeah, like you're an attorney. You messing with um someone you used to pup you used to represent back in the day. So that's a conflict right there. Then you're you're trying to fix your marriage whilst dating someone else. It's weird. And then like you're representing someone um that is accused of murdering their mistress. So that's the thing. So his life is fucked up too, because you gotta deal with the wife that's mad that, that he cheated and possibly murdered this bitch. And then like his business partners that are trying that are being weird and shady towards you because you're a black woman that's an attorney and shit that you're that and you're lead on this case. So that's weird. And then like your mom 
it's like is 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 trying to rekindle her thing that she had with her with her boyfriend that fucking sexually harassed you as a child. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? And then you get kidnapped at some point. So it's just like, it's just too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's like, like I said, I'm rooting for the show because it's all black. Michael Ely's fine. Everybody else is thinking the other niggas on there are fine too. It's just like a lot going on right now. The storyline is all over the place. It's all over the place. And then also like you have these episodes where it's like these flashbacks. Like one episode was a flashback of how she met Michael Ely. The whole episode was like a whole big flashback. But it's like, did we even need this episode? And it was so, and the thing is like, this is the thing, right? The episode was a flashback of how she met Michael Ely when, you know, she was the public defender for him. And then like towards the end of the episode, she crashed, she, 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 um, she bumps into someone's, uh, uh, rear, rear. She hits someone's car from behind and whoop, what do you know? It's a man that comes out and says, are you okay? And the man happens to be someone that she marries down the line. So she, so she, so she met her husband from like hitting him in a car crash at the, the, at the, the, the very same day she lost the case. She lost Michael Ely's case. It's just like how, like, what do you know? Wow. Yeah. You, you met your husband after you lost the case of Michael Ely and woo, you, you hit his car and like, Oh yeah. Met each other. And like, Oh my God. Carrie <sighs> Washington is one of the executive produ- executive producers, I believe. How the fuck with Carrie Washington? That's my girl. I don't know, man. This show all over the place, man. I don't know, man. It's just a lot. Like this is three seasons. This this is three seasons worth of like storylines. Like we could have found out that she was molested like later on. Like you know what I'm saying? Like why we got she was she was um sexually abused by her. You know, it's like the husband, this, this, her 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 um her um jailbird ass boyfriend. And it's, like it's just it's so much going on, and you're a whole attorney. Like it's a lot. <sighs> okay well that's it for me um any shows you wanted to speak about before we close out child any music any anything anything it's a lot like it's just like this show is a I, i'm i'm still rooting for it i am i'm rooting for the show it's a lot of it's a fine it's a lot of fine ass men on there it's a lot of fine ass black women on there too it's a lot of fine ass niggas on that show that show is full of fine ass niggas the women's is the women's is looking good. The women's is looking good. They got all they got the chocolates. They got the caramels. They got the macadamia. They got the they got the light skins. They got the they got they got the red bones on there too. Like you would like yes, the women is fine on there too. So it's just like this is just a lot. I just feel like it's the it's all over the place. Huh? It's a lot of what? What's that? Uh Well, well, that's it for me on the show. Um, yeah, I hope I'll have fun editing this. I hope it's not. Do you think this episode was trash? What do you think? Okay. I feel like I wasn't saying. I feel like I was just saying the same thing over over again. No, I wasn't. Okay. All right, guys. Make sure you guys listen to her the podcast on all podcast streaming platforms. We are everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at Heard the Podcast H E R D the Podcast. We're on YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you guys for listening, and I am out. Peace.